This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Today is actually the 90th episode of That's the Ticket. And so I'm I'm celebrating the milestone with a bit of a first. Uh, I'm I'm gonna catch up with Deb Nuds from the Meteor. Um from their brand new toilets. Yes, you heard that correctly. I'm I'm coming at you live from the loos. Well, live-ish. But anyway, before um we get into that interview with Deb, I, I want to kick off episode 90 with a, a very important segment on That's the Ticket. Uh, you guessed it, Rick's Pick. And uh, this week's Rick's Pick is um, a bit of a favourite of mine. I uh, figured I'd go big with the 90th episode. Uh, I've, I've got a Pat Benatar track. And actually, I'm going to rewind and quickly explain what Rick's Pick is. Um, I have an Uncle Rick. He's a great listener of radio music, listens to a lot, uh, and was really pleased uh, when he found out I was getting my radio show because he's like, cool, I'll listen to this every week. I'll be your biggest fan. And he really is. And then we, we kind of have an arrangement where he gave me a, like a four-page list of songs and then every week I have Rick's pick. And um, every week we do and every week Uncle Rick listens. And so for episode 90, I went with a Pat Benatar track because I love Pat Benatar. And I think on the Rick's pick list, I had about four four or five tracks and this is the only song I haven't played because I'm like, okay, I can't use all my Pat Benatar up at once. And so I thought episode 90 was, was a good good time to play this last track. So uh, here is If You Think You Know How To Love Me by the Queen Pat Benatar. This one's for you, Uncle, Uncle Rick. Kia ora. Does that hum from the depths skies run though it run 
Welcome, Dev. <laughs> I, I was going to say it's quite strange to be in this situation with you, but really it's not. No, we've been loving Liz together for a couple of years. <laughs> loving Liz long time. Um, yeah. As, a, as I stated at the top of the show, um, I'm right now, right this very minute, I'm in the Meteor's new toilets with um, the one and only Deb Renards, uh general manager of the Meteor Theatre. And Deb's just trying not to laugh because we're, we're literally just standing in the toilets. Um, well, we're standing in the lobby of the toilets. We're not literally in a toilet. I mean, we, we could have just let people use their imaginations, <laughs> but it's probably good radio practice that you kind of clarify that. Because, I, I don't know, maybe people are all imagining that we were, like, sitting on the toilet being like, kill <laughs> Um I feel like I've broken some kind of rule by saying that, but here we are. Um... I just want to say, like, I'm not going to try and describe the new toilets because like, this is radio and it's not going to work, but um, they're looking pretty good, mate. They are looking great. I mean, anything was going to look better than what we had <laughs> face it, but we've got, yeah, 10 brand new modern toilets, multi, um, multi-use, multi-gender, um, two accessible, one now with a baby changing table even, um, yeah, clean Modern, spacious, echoey, yeah. as you can hear. No, I feel like the echoey also makes good radio. <laughs> or what, I just feel like it, it, it makes it clear that we are actually in the toilet. Yeah. Because otherwise we could just be pretending in the studio right yeah, now. Yeah, with some running water sounds. <laughs> I, will, yeah. I will say that the space in here is phenomenal though. Yeah, like you said, you could almost host a performance in here. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's because, I mean, each of the toilets is self-contained with its own hand basin and mirror and hand towels and stuff. But there is this communal kind of crossover area and we want it just to be really light and public and safe and lots of room for people to use the facilities without kind of having to be too crowded and, and, and too close to one another in a COVID environment too. Well, and I'm going to say, this is a big flex, but I'm going to make it, that this is potentially the first queueless toilet in Aotearoa. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say it. Let's hope so. Like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have to test it out. Now, yeah. um, at the time that I'm talking to Deb, um, you, you guys opened the toilets last night. We did. We, we got people to christen them last night. <laughs> yeah, we fed them some alcohol and some food and then said, go for it. And positive reviews? Yeah, yeah, everyone's really happy. I mean, it was great. We had um, Mayor Paula Southgate here last night because, you know, Council have been really supportive in this and she was on that encouraged us to go for the full flight of contactless and self-contained. Mm. Um, yeah, really good. Fosters have done a great, great job making it come together really quickly for us so that we could reopen last night with um, One Question Theatre's longest drink in town. Um, so, yeah, we've been closed for two months now while this has been going on felt like longer to me <laughs> before this interview i was like to Deb, i'm like you guys haven't had any shows on since 2021 and she's like no there was february there was this this and this and i was like i attended those shows <laughs> and thought they were last year but it's been a long long time coming because um as we know because i think i had you and it was you or so i've had we've talked about love our lose briefly mm. on that's the ticket before yeah and that kind of kicked off in 2020, didn't it? Yeah. Well, that kicked off. I mean, we've always needed to replace the toilets. They were original to the 1950s building. It was just in 2017 mm. when we did the rest of the 
of the um, upgrades to the building, we didn't have the budget to include in the toilets. So in 2020, when the COVID pandemic sort of reared its head, it became really, really crucial to be able to provide best rooms for people that they felt um, safe using, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's say. So yeah, it has been a long journey. It's been, yeah, two years, two and a half years of fundraising including boosted campaigns and lots of support from local funders. Um, in fact, we were still fundraising to get the final amount of the budget as the builders came yeah, into yeah. the building. It was that close. So it, it, it's a real total relief to get this done and finished and for people to be able to come in and see them and use them. And it's, it's kind of great timing in the set. Well, I imagine the timing of these being built influence your program. But it seems like toilets are open, shows are on. Yeah. You guys are looking packed for yeah. the months ahead. Yeah, we've got some great shows coming up. We've got Hysterical um, next Thursday and Friday, Spoken Word um, with Carrie and Olivia. And then we've got a Cinema Improvisio on Saturday. Um, we've got an awesome Sharma fashion show coming up. In oh, they're coming month. back. Yeah coming back all of that joyful chaos of those 200 national costumes yeah. and models amazing amazing event we haven't got that up yet but that's the 20th and 21st of may oh well you heard it here first guys yeah <laughs> and then we've got newfound sound uh the ymca show we've got um why am i so pretty full which is a touring um comedy show it's one of those square suns shows yeah yeah um and we've got the sherpa and the beekeeper coming up at the end of the ma of may just in time for the anniversary of the summit of mount everest on the, the 29th may the 29th okay that's yeah. great i'm gonna assume that was on purpose because that's so fitting yes yeah they definitely so it's the sunday they're going to do a, a sunday matinee and a scent oh, show how yeah. good yeah. Okay, so you've built new toilets, now you just got to build a mountain. Yeah, they're building the mountain, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't know, I feel like in, in, when it comes to mountains, Meteor's pretty good at um, scaling them. Yeah. No, it, nothing's kind of um, been too hard basket for you guys yet. Yeah, well, things take a while though, like climbing a mountain, <laughs> this has taken a while. But it does really feel like the last real major piece of future-proofing the building as a theatre to hand on to the, you know, the, the generations of actors and audiences to come because, you know, it, it, it really does lift our space into another level of usability. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more. And, like, with the, uh, with the 2017 renos, um, you know, new floor, new roof, um, got some rooms in the workshop but most notably for users at least um your dressing room set up yeah game changer yeah and yeah, the, yeah i agree that this is definitely in the same kind of zone as that yeah well i think for the audience who were in 2017 their experience of shows was better because the the, the auditorium had been more soundproof yeah and and, and, and kind of finished off um, but the, really the only visible evidence of our renovations to them was the ramp on the front of the building. So yep. I think for audiences, this is the game changer in the same way that the dressing rooms were for the users yep. and, the, and the practitioners. So, yeah, I think it'll be a much more comfortable experience <laughs> visiting the media if you need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. no, 100% agree. And um, I think it's nice that... Uh, 
as you mentioned, you the audiences get such kind of tangible mm. change because if it weren't for your audiences, yes, where would you be? And yeah. by audiences, I don't just mean people coming to watch shows, but the people who come, who pay to watch shows, who donate to Love Our Lose and other media fundraising campaigns. And, yeah. you know, because you've got people who have been like media hard there from the get-go. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're, we're really lucky. We've still got like four of our original trustees mm. on our trust, you know. They've stuck the distance and we've got a really loyal and engaged community and they are the ones who've made this happen. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they really have. But um, if you haven't seen the new Lose guys, <laughs> um, I highly recommend you visit themeteor.co.nz, book some tickets to some stuff and get amongst it. Um, I am going to post some photos of the Lose with podcast of this episode, uh, but I feel like you, you really need to see them to believe them yeah yeah we're not posting too many photos of the finished product so people do have to come okay. and see them all right but you, but you can do them I with mean, your podcast well i imagine i'll just do the classic selfie yeah do it this is the first time i've talked about the selfie on air with a guest and i'm like <laughs> please say you don't want to be in it like now did because i feel like that's like the icing on my radio career <laughs> getting denied live hey, on my show to do a selfie in the toilets with you hannah Oh, man. Hey, well, um, thanks. Firstly, thanks for the tour. No worries. And thanks for your time. Um, conveniently, I've got um, Carrie and Olivia from Hysterical up next. Nice. So it's kind of turning into a wee bit of a meteor special. Yeah. Which cool. is never a bad thing in my book, to be no, honest. it's not. And hey, I mean, you know, all those women coming along to Carrie and Olivia on um, <laughs> next week. No more queues for the women's loads, mate. Yeah, if there's a single person queuing, I want to refund. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's, in, it's just go in groups of 10 and we'll be okay, guys. Yes. <laughs> groups of 10. Um, cool. Well, kakite, Jim. Kakite, Hannah. Children behave. That's what they say when we're together. Watch how you play They don't understand And so we're running just as fast as we can Holding on to one another's hands Trying to get away to the night Then you put your arms around me And we tumble to the ground And then you say I think we're alone now doesn't seem to be anyone around I think we're alone now The beating of our hearts is the only sound Look at the way
I Think We're Alone Now by Annie DeRusso. Solid cover of a classic song, if I don't say so myself. Uh, You're listening to Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media, and uh, that's The Ticket with Hannah Mooney. Although it's not just Hannah Mooney right now, I'm um, very privileged uh, to welcome some hysterical ladies onto the show. Um, (laughs) Olivia and Carrie from the hit show Hysterical are here. Kia ora, guys. Kia ora. thank you for having us. Thank you for the woo. I really enjoyed the woo. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's probably the first time I've been wooed introducing a guest, and I'm glad it was you guys, to be honest. Feels appropriate for us. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got woo girl energy in like a positive way. Yeah, um, I think so. We are each other's hype women. women. Yeah. So we'll, well you yeah. up. That's the pros of having, you know, like a double act, you know, because if, if you're just by yeah. yourself, then then who's yeah. going to woo? Um, exactly. exactly. Who will woo? Important content here, guys. But um, <laughs> no, I feel like I should I should circle back because I, you know, it's occurring to me that, um, you know, the general listeners of that's the ticket may not uh, be as familiar with you guys as I am. And um, that's just me flexing a little bit because I have met you guys <laughs> and in the past. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, we're best mates. But um, yeah. where, where do I begin? I, actually, you guys are probably the best people to begin in kind of just giving, giving a little background on who you guys are and what <laughs> you do outside of wooing each other. Yeah, it is mostly wooing each other, but we do do some other things as well. Um, we have known each other for six years. Oh, that feels like not so long, long enough. Not long enough, and also too long. Um, and we met through poetry, and we became like instant best friends. Yeah, it was um, really good. Um, Carrie came to Wellington to perform at a poetry night, Poetry in Motion, um, that I was part of the organizing team for at that stage. 
Um, and I knew Carrie's poetry from online because she is famous now. <laughs> um, and yeah, it really just went from there. We yeah. felt like our poetry really aligned yeah. in terms of the sort of things we write about and how we write about them. Um, and so we talked about, you know, doing a one-off spoken word poetry show together. Which has turned into a and here we are. business partnership, just <laughs> writing multiple books, multiple recording shows, multiple, yeah, doing multiple shows, recording, recording an album. album. We're just, we're just taking over the world one city at a one time. One city at a time. So yeah, we, we uh, have a new show called Hysterical, which we are currently on tour with. And we just did our very first world premiere show last night in Toronga to an absolute blast of an audience yeah they were amazing we're obsessed with them and yeah we come to hamilton next week yeah so i'm like which which am i gonna unpack first yeah, yeah. <laughs> am i gonna unpack first um I, well no first thing i'm gonna ask how how the show went last night how the first kind of live performance of yeah. went it was it good it was it yeah. was so good we were very nervous oh it has gosh. been a long time since we were in front of an audience yes. as it has been yeah. for so many artists yeah um and every single poem in hysterical was written specifically for this show so every poem is new mm-hmm. um and so there was this added fear both do we know 18 new poems off by heart and does an audience like these poems yes. because we've never shared them with anyone and i think so much of spoken word is getting that feedback from the audience yeah and it's interesting like I think people might be surprised to find that that so much of this show is actually funny yes and this audience was just giving it back to us they were yeah they were laughing at all the right moments and just with us right from the beginning yeah and that was so amazing to to feel like those things were actually going to happen we've been performing just to each other for months for months in each other's living rooms it was very very magic to have a packed out theater in Tauranga yeah yeah fun yeah we were at 16th Ave and actually it was so good that we've already spoken to them about booking more shows again in a few months because so many people there were like we have 10 friends we would like to bring (laughs) to this show please come back which is really nice and I think does happen a little bit and I think in part it's because and I really appreciate people for doing this I think people come along to the show Mm. without a great understanding of exactly what they're going to get yes um and so we very much appreciate people taking that sort of leap of faith and saying I think this is something I'll like let's see and then often they love it which is yeah. amazing and then they want to bring people that they love yeah. we're friends and they want to bring their friends yeah. and that's all we, we love that yeah i mean all sounds pretty good to me it's, it's all kind of <laughs> what we like to hear you know sold out show um you know getting to do what you love after months of not being able to do it because of covid and all that um and great to hear that you're already working on coming back because it, it has been a hot minute because just yeah. bringing it back to me uh <laughs> no um please, please. last time I saw you guys was oh it was t- 2019 right you came for yeah. the meteor for Toy Wahine Festival absolutely yeah. that's right and that yeah. was our first show on yes. that tour that was the first time we were doing that version of our first show survive, yeah. survive. um and so we're very excited for Hamilton to be able to see how we've grown and mm. what we've um written and experienced in the time since that that yeah. random show that we did so long ago yeah very very excited 
you yeah. say random, but I feel like how how we survive is like I don't know if it's quite old enough pe- to be deemed a classic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you know, I just feel like on the YouTube and such that I just remember that there was always a bit of hype and everyone always um you know you you guys probably get this a lot but your your one poem about Hermione yeah um I I feel like that's the one that everyone kind of knows and then they don't necessarily piece it together that it's you guys until they see you guys and they're like oh Mm -hmm. my god it's these chicks and they have more than one (laughs) thing and it actually slaps yeah um so is the new with um hysterical the new show um is it obviously it's similar vibes in that you know it's you guys presenting your poetry and stuff but is, is it a different tone to um how we survive I think yeah I think so it was really difficult to write actually mm-hmm. I think we kept referring to it as like trying to put out a second album after you have a hit first album right like hmm. not not you're not tooting our own horn or anything, but just like. But also just that we loved How We Survived. Yeah. We felt so good and comfortable in How We Survived. And it felt scary to be like, we have to put every single one of those poems down. Yeah. And everything has to be brand new, which I'm really glad we did. It was amazing to push ourselves in that way and to have the space and time and support of Creative New Zealand that meant we yes. could do that. Um, and we, we came up, or I should say Liv came up <laughs> with the title of the show before we ever wrote anything Mm. so we had a very clear direction of like what the overall theme was going Mm. to be so in that sense this show feels more cohesive than how we survived I think that's definitely true it's more cohesive I think we maybe have more fun actually in this show yeah we've sort of stretched ourselves in ways that feel really fun and based on our one performance of it so far (laughs) we think the audience also thinks are fun um and yeah I guess just playing around a little bit more with what we can do both as solo performers but yeah. also you know in performing together and there are more group pieces in this poem than there were in How We Survive we could not stop yeah writing pieces that duet pieces that we do together because we love performing together yeah we actually cut some we wrote there were too many there were too many there are 10 in this show and and we wrote more so than many. we wrote more than 10 together yeah um but yeah well, it, and you've it, got it, 10 group group in group pieces in hysterical and I think there were seven in how we survive eight, or eight okay. always do. sorry there were eight apparently <laughs> eight yeah so, so now there are ten a yeah. group a group poem um is when we speak in uh multi-voice mm. so we sometimes say things or lines or words in unison at the exact same moment and it was really nice the president of 16th Ave last yeah. night spoke to us about our multi-voice duet pieces and was saying that they were really slick and together and that she actually wished that some of her actors had come along to the show to, to kind of get that sharpness that we were mm. experiencing which was really great feedback and yeah. really lovely for someone to say. And I do think I obviously we love performing as solo poets as well and I think yeah. we're doing cool stuff there but I don't think there's a lot of multi-voice poetry on stage in New Zealand and I think people really seem to respond to that in an amazingly positive way yeah which is very cool I mean I I support that wholeheartedly because yeah I was gonna say I don't think I've ever said not that I've particularly seen that many live poetry shows but yeah multi-voice is not much of a thing and yeah (laughs) I stand, stand by everything you've just said and um pretty good feedback to get someone wanting you to 
<laughs> like give their actors some tips <laughs> yeah I know it was nice it was lovely because I think also there's I mean that's the thing right what I what we do is what I would call performance poetry mm-hmm. is that it was we wrote it it is connected to us and our ourselves and our bodies and our experiences and then we also are bringing it to life in an authentic emotional uh vulnerable way whether that's being funny in a vulnerable way Mm. or being honest in a vulnerable way and it is blending writing and theater and it is also authentic it is also us Mm. you are meeting us you are seeing our friendship on stage and you're experiencing our truth and I think that that's what makes us connect to each other and it's what us what what makes us connect to our audiences yes and I think it's been a really interesting process with this show because we're really lucky that we're basically in theater spaces everywhere we're going and that hasn't always been true yeah um and so we've got to think about the cool ways that we can elevate the show in a theatrical sense and bring it to theater audiences who may have a particular idea about what performance poetry is like um but also wanting to maintain that level of connecting with our audience. We're always going to want to speak directly to our audience and break that fourth wall because it's such an important part of the show and of connecting with the people that come to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I hope that we've found a nice blend of those things with Hysterical. Just just keep the house lights up, Tam, and you'll be right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But um, on Hysterical, actually, I I feel like I want to ask you guys more about, like, what the show is about and Mm -hmm. i'm just reading directly from the event listing uh women are frequently told they're too emotional too too hysterical to be taken seriously to be leaders of countries and companies to be believed when pointing to their own hurt yeah i do think that's a really big part of it we sort of took that word hysterical like carrie said and we thought about the different ways you could talk about it there are times where we are just hysterical on stage and i really enjoy that But it's also, yeah, it's about exploring what it means when we say people are too emotional and what the gendered message behind that is, that fundamental idea that that we should prioritize rationality and thinking over feeling Mm -hmm. and that that means the way that men operate is supposedly naturally rational while women's Mm. is naturally emotional Mm -hmm. and sort of trying to break some of that down both by talking about it directly, but also just by being really comfortable being women on stage who are emotional and who Mm -hmm. are vulnerable in the way Carrie was saying. But I think the other sort of big thread in the show is, is connection. Yeah. Which is nice because we wrote the show. We wrote the majority of the show while we were living on opposite sides of the world. I was in London and Carrie was in Auckland and we were in lockdowns for periods of that. We were going through a lot of things. We hadn't seen each other for a really long time. We hadn't seen our families. We hadn't seen our families for a really long time. And so we were thinking about this long distance connection and we have spoken on the phone for hours every week for years and years. Years. Um, And so we really (laughs) thought about that long distance connection and what it means to to have these really important relationships that for long periods of time exist through a phone Mm -hmm. um, or through, you know, FaceTimes and things like that, because we've both been in that position of living on the other side of the world from our families. And the third, I would say the third element of this show that fits with the connection and with the hysterical emotional exploration is bodies. Mm bodies is existing in bodies exploring bodies talking about bodies is actually a really important part of the show um yeah those are our three threads yeah those are connection and bodies yeah 
welcome 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 no that it's it sounds very welcome it sounds very relatable it's it's got me i mean i've i've got my ticket booked um if listening right now wants to go catch hysterical at the meteor it's running on the 5th and 6th of may tickets are available now 22 dollars general admission 17 dollars concession um, you'll be able to actually see um, Carrie and Olivia as opposed to just listen to them on That's the Ticket. So if that's not a selling point, I don't know what is. Right. And actually, I do want to quickly ask you guys about, I, I guess it's it's not merch, it's more like works because mm-hmm. you, you have, you've published, right? Correct me if I'm yes. wrong. No, you're absolutely right. Published uh, books to go along with both of the shows that we've done. So we have our How We Survive book that we love is our first baby and then just a couple of days ago we picked up the first print of our brand new book hysterical um yeah so we have those alongside the show and then yeah we also have these very cute art prints um of a few of the poems that we're doing so we're just bringing those with us everywhere yeah so people can take a little bit of the show home with them if they want yeah our favorite thing is when someone like buys a book and then they're like i'm giving this to my friend who wasn't here tonight and like it's such a good feeling to see that friendship and Absolutely. connection as one of our, um, our, our friends who was kind of talking us through the show. Um, they said, you know, there's like a web of women and supporters that is kind of like built into yes. this show. And it feels like that continues after the show. Absolutely. Buys a book or wants to tell a friend to come along. I mean, that's, that's what you want. And then, uh, you know, Hopefully people, because you guys, are, you've got a few more tour stops after the meteor, right? So you might even have people traveling. That's yes. the dream. No, actually, one of my things on our How We Survive tour was that we went, we did a random show in Matueka. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say random because we didn't, we didn't expect anything. And it turned out it to be brilliant. one of our favorite shows of the tour. And then I kid you not, people from that show saw us in, uh, Denise or not Denise Christchurch, Christchurch and Auckland. Auckland yeah they flew to other locations to see us again which was just the sweetest it's thing it's amazing yeah and actually our favorite thing right now is when people comment on our sort of Facebook posts about the shows and things and they will tag a friend and be like where can we go to the show yeah. what can we do should we have an outing together and they'll make there? they'll make all of the plans together on our Facebook posts and we're just sitting here wooing them being like yes we love to see them you guys so, need like a woo reaction on Facebook. Yeah, so woo all the comments. Yeah. Exactly. So after Hamilton, we'll go to Christchurch and Nelson and Golden Bay. And then we will go to Wellington. Wellington. And then Dunedin. And then we're finishing in Auckland. Although we're very excited that, like we said, you know, we're already hopefully booking some more shows in Tauranga. And we're starting to get some interest about going to some smaller places in New Zealand as well, which yes. we're really excited about. Yeah, people are sending Please us. Let us please yeah. let us just to a his- <laughs> That's great. That's it sounds like a solid solid tour, though. You, you, you're really um, yeah. getting across the country there, which is mm-hmm. a mood. And, um, yeah. I mean, this is a bit cheeky because I know you've literally just started your tour. Um, but yeah. I always ask this question and it's okay if there's nothing kind of public or nothing that you can talk about on that's the ticket, but do know like, it's just me. So if you want to spill any tea, um, no. <laughs> but uh, any other upcoming projects that you want to plug? I mean, I know you guys, as I keep saying, you guys have just started on your tour, but um, yeah. 
like are you, is is there anything else in the works right now? Are you working on another another book, another collection? Um, we will be recording this show to have another album, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um because we loved putting together an album uh, for our last show, but we want this one to be a live album. Yes. So oh, that's I love a, that. Yeah, yeah so, so that's be, something we're looking into. That's a cool project. And, and then, I mean, it's always been our dream to take one of our shows overseas, and that was the thing we really looked at doing with How We Survive and were thwarted, thwarted thanks to the pandemic. Um, so yeah. I think Hysterical has been a huge labour of love, and we're hoping that we can take it to audiences right around the country but also potentially overseas so yeah we're looking at fringe festivals overseas and yeah and then um I'm doing a anthology for AUP um I'm editing somehow reading 600 poems that have been submitted for a performance anthology um that I'm editing alongside uh Grace Taylor so that is somehow happening in my life alongside I mean uh, rather you than me mate 600 yes I've got a pair that about 70 so that'll be fun yeah okay groovy um (laughs) thank you um so much for your time today guys though um I really appreciate you uh squeezing me in Uh, I will actually disclose this was uh but before we started recording um Karen Olivia like we're we've just like we're traveling we're in a car we're pulled over so that we can do this and i i feel like i want to shout that out because it's dedication (laughs) of course (laughs) and um i don't know audio quality is not too bad so i can't complain but um um thank you again so much for your time and i'm really looking forward to catching the show guys oh thank thank you you for having us we can't wait to see you yeah we're looking forward to it i'll be in the front row eh? (laughs) yay Cheers.
That was Free by Florent and the Machine. Uh, thanks again to my lovely guest, Karen Olivia, for giving me uh, the inside scoop on Hysterical. I'm really looking forward to catching the show uh, this week. And also a big thanks to Deborah Nuds from The Meteor for joining me at the top of the show. Absolute pleasure as always. And now as we're nearing the end of this week's episode, episode 90 of That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney, I just want to quickly um, plug some upcoming events. It's not a definitive guide because there's far too much um, awesome events happening in Hamilton for me to be able to summarise all of them. So here's just a few from some venues around the place in no particular order. I'll start with uh, Hysterical, uh, Carrie and Olivia's show running at the Meteor May 5th and 6th with 7pm shows. Tickets are available now and can be purchased for $22 general admission and $17 concession. As Deb mentioned, there's a lot coming to The Meteor, so check out themeteor.co.nz for more info on the creative experiences they have coming through in the not-so-distant future. Looking at other upcoming events, uh, Clarence Street Theatre have Tom Sainsbury Snapchat Dude coming through on June 8th with a one-night-only 7.30pm show. I highly recommend booking in advance for that one uh, if you're a big Tom Sainsbury fan because uh, with only one show you gotta get in quick. Over at Riverley Theatre, Hamilton Musical Theatre have their production of Blood Brothers running on May 14th to 28th. 8pm uh, shows and there are a few matinees chucked in there too. Tickets are available now at iTicket. Um, I believe it's selling pretty fast so again just book fam. Uh, Kirikiriroa Hamilton Zine Fest, previously known as Hamilton Zine Fest, is uh, gearing up for 2022 with uh, KHZ 2022 running in the Wintech City Hub Event Room 1 at the end of the week on May 7th from 10am to 3pm. I believe they also have the uh, Zine Fest after party running at the last place bar later that evening. And uh, last but not least, I just want to give a cheeky reminder that Mother's Day is this Sunday, uh, the 8th of May. And if you're looking to get your mum something, why not a creative experience, fam, uh, in Hamilton? Because there's quite a bit to choose from around the place and nothing says I love you quite like event tickets or even a piece of art. Get creative, literally. Um, on that note, I'm going to end the show. Uh, I'm going to end the show with a song for my mum because how could I not? Uh, this is Cover Me in Sunshine by Pink and her daughter Willow Sage Hart. And I feel like uh, this is an apt song to dedicate to mum because she always says I have a sunny disposition so, and uh, she covers me with sunshine every day but uh, I'll catch you guys next week and uh, this one's for you Mama Mooney, ka kite I've been dreaming friendly faces I've got so much time Just imagine people laughing I know someday we will And even if it's far away Get me through another day Cover me in sunshine From a distance
Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.